1: Hi and welcome to the Strong by Design podcast. This is Coach Tanya here, and I have a very special guest today. She's a very dear friend of mine, Joanna Eccles. Welcome, Johanna. Oh, thank you, Tanya. So happy to have you here. And I was just thinking before you arrived this morning, I've known you for what two years? Is it two years now? Yeah, about right? two years. Yeah. But it's um, I feel like I've known you longer because we've shared. We've shared. We have shared a lot. Yes, yes. and. Um, As you, you, all of you who are listening, as you, um, hear Johanna's story and hear her talk, you're going to sort of get a feel or a vibe for more of that because, um, Johanna very quickly has become one of my most dear friends. She is an amazing woman. Um, she has an amazing heart and, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words when it (laughs) comes to Johanna. I really am because I just feel such a connection, a sisterhood with her, um, that is one of those rare things when you have, you kind of meet these special people. They come into your life for a reason. And I know without question, you came into my life for a reason at a time when, yeah, divine intervention to say the least. So, um, Johanna, I, I have a, I wrote like an intro, but I'm like, I'm looking at it and going, it's so blah for you (laughs) because there's so many wonderful things about you. But, um, What I do wanna say, um, just to give our listeners a bit of background, is that, you know, Johanna is she's a woman I have written here is a woman of incredible faith. Um, Johanna together with her husband Ron, they have Roar. And that's how I was first introduced and got to know you and Ron. And I will let you talk a little bit more about Roar in a second here. And um For as much as I knew that Joanna was an amazing woman who loved God and is committed to spreading His word, I really, really didn't understand where that came from until you shared a bit of your story with me in text messages and when we were setting up, you know, confirming the date for this podcast. Mm. And I was like, just, wow, wow. I was so happy that you agreed to come in and do this and um, for you to share your story and for us to talk about the power of prayer Mm. and what it can actually do and what it does do because it's more than just words, it's more Mm, than just a thought, it's something incredibly powerful with amazing strength in so many capacities in life and I want us to talk all about that because I think there's a lot especially right now the world sort of feels a little upside down we've we're coming out of you know like there was coronavirus um murder hornets (laughs) racial tensions I mean it just feels like things are unraveling and there's so much heated emotion yeah you know it's just it's extreme emotions and um you know, where is God in all of this? Because I've had people say to me, well, God wouldn't let this happen. God would never do that. And, and I have a different opinion, but this show's not about me. It's mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. So, Johanna, welcome. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, because you're not from the U.S. She's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. I'm well, sitting here across from her. She's like this goddess. <laughs>
2: no, not really. Anyways, well... By my accent, you will realize that I am not an American-born citizen. I was born in uh, South America, in Colombia. But I have, um, ever since I was little, my father always instilled in my sister and I a desire to learn english like you have to learn english you have to learn like why you will <laughs> ever need it well yeah little did i know that i was going to end up living here um, i moved here about 20 oh, 24 years ago actually wow yeah it's more than half 24 my life. 26 yeah and um and and yeah i mean i moved here i've i've lived in several parts of the world and Every time I moved and I settled, I said, okay, this is it. I'm never going to move again. But for... Certain circumstances, uh, the Lord brought me out from where I was. And yeah, I'm here. I've been here for a while. I'm married and to um, my gringo. I call him He's such a white boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he really is. <laughs> he really is. But, um, I, I love him dearly. And, and yes, and the funny thing is that you said, this podcast is not about you, but about me. But really, it isn't about me either. <laughs> it is about god and mm-hmm. um we were talking before the podcast started that we as women we feel uncomfortable uh, being sort of like the center of attention or mm-hmm. being the first being um like taking care of ourselves first because yes. we 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 are so used and we are, ever <clears throat> since we're little, we're always told you have to take care. You have to take, you have to watch over. You have yes. to, when you have children, they're first. When you have yeah. a husband, they're first, 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 first. Others are always first. And yes, in God's eyes is true, but at the same time, we cannot take care of others when we don't take care of ourselves. And um so, yeah, I'm, I mean... I just said something that contradicted itself. But just so you know, my dear audience, is <laughs> that um, I am not he- I am here to talk a little bit about myself, but really not. Mm-hmm. So I, I moved to the States about 24, 26 years ago. And um, again, I said I, I grew up in Colombia. I went to school. I went to high school in Colombia. Then after high school, I moved to Europe. I was there for two years. Then I moved back to Colombia. I went to uh, the university. And then after... Immediately after I graduated, I moved to the Caribbean. I was working there for two years. I don't know that this two years happens, happens to be the magical number. <laughs> then I moved back, but I really didn't feel like I wanted to stay in Colombia. Um, Colombia has suffered a lot of turmoil <clears throat> in regards to the drug cartels mm. and the guerrilla um, movements. So I did not. And there is this uh, mentality in Colombia that they settle. Mm. And, yeah, no. So, I, I always wanted to go to study marine biology. And my mother wouldn't let me because, oh, no, my little girl, she's going to have to move away. And, no, no, there's no way, right? They, they, they keep us in a bubble. So, I moved to um, the States and... I moved to the Pennsylvania, to yeah, to Philadelphia area because I had family there, but I worked there and I applied to school. And when I was accepted to school, I was within a month to move. um, I met the husband to be. Mm. Yes. And yeah, everything went (laughs) to I don't know where because I never went to school. So yeah. Yeah. And um, something that you said before power and the power of prayer. And I'm. I want to say something before I start talking about this. And I um. I want you to. I know you're gonna discard or dismiss this podcast because oh another Christian oh they're gonna preach at me, and please 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 understand. I don't mean to. Um, I I'm coming from a humble place I'm only representing myself I don't represent all women I don't represent all women believers I don't represent all women who are believers and mothers and wives no this is just me and um, please uh, know that I will honor I will try to honor everybody in, in this recording but know that I am a believer of Jesus Christ and that's where I'm speaking from. Mm-hmm. Um, I call this prayer, you may call it meditation, you may call it uh, quiet times, whatever, wherever you're at, know that you you might, you might actually learn something from the words that I'm about to speak. So please do not um, disregard the few minutes that we have ahead and if within the next 10 or 15 minutes, you just definitely don't want to listen, then just uh, click it off. But just give me, give me a few uh, minutes as an opportunity to, to speak to your heart if, if that is the case. Awesome. Well, I think we can do that. <laughs> I think we can do that.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you find our show helpful in any way, Please let us know by leaving a 5-star review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Your review will help us reach more listeners and continue to change lives. Let's get back to the show.
1: Now, when we were going back and forth just talking about, you know, the podcast, you coming in and what would we talk about, what you know, some of the things that I wanted to touch on and that you were comfortable talking about and sharing with us you did tell me that you grew up in a Catholic household. That's right. Yeah. And I, I, when I read that, I was, how do I say this without sounding like I'm being, like I'm stereotyping. I grew up, when I, I grew up uh, going to uh, United Church. Mm-hmm. Okay and then when I went to university I went to a Catholic university very Catholic university on the east coast of Canada so some very traditional Catholic values mm-hmm. and I that's I guess that was those were the years of my life that I, I call it now church shopping or faith shopping because mm-hmm. I really felt like I needed this I needed to belong to something that had a title that had a label mm-hmm. and what I saw in my friends and the, the group of people that I was surrounded by was this like then then I called it the faith but like this Now I kind of see it as like this obedience, this loyalty to that Catholic faith Mm -hmm. or their Protestant faith or their, you know, and Mm -hmm. I had a lot of respect for that and how the families shared their, you know, their traditions and the rituals and the ceremony Mm -hmm. and all of that. So, you know, I like kind of like tried to force myself Mm -hmm. to like, okay, I'm going to start going to the Catholic church. I'm going to go for three months. I'm going to sing in the choir. I'm going to teach Sunday school. I'm going to do all these things. And then I'm going to feel this magic. Mm -hmm. It's going to just click and happen, Mm -hmm. Um, but it felt I was forcing it because then I went to Anglican and I did the same thing, sang in the choir, taught Sunday school, did all Mm -hmm. of that. I just kept, because I kept looking for something that had a title for the power in the title Mm -hmm. to make me feel like I was doing right by God and my life. And when you said that you grew up in a Catholic household, I thought, wow, because from the first minute I met you, the feeling I got was just incredible spirituality, like this incredible spiritual faith and belief. I didn't feel the need to label you. I didn't, I just, I just could feel all of that from you. And I was like, that's. What I was shopping for, <laughs> you know, but I was, I was so, I was so in my science head trying to like, well, do I, I guess I have to get, you know, one church, you have to get on your knees to pray or you like, there were certain rules. And I was trying to follow the rules so that I would get it right. And when I met you and Ron, I realized I didn't really have to follow the rules because what was in my heart was in my heart. And what I believed, I believed. And I could just let that go and just be in that presence. So good. You know, so what was it like growing up in the Catholic household? Because that's you know, you're, you're kind of, it's, it's, that's not how you are now. I mean, you're still, I mean, you have a, a, an amazing relationship with God, but you don't call yourself Catholic. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I'm around you, it's not like this very, what I, what I um,
2: remember as following the rules kind Mm -hmm. of Catholic, if you (laughs) know what I mean. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Okay. So to my Catholic friends out there, Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say I love you and thank you because mm-hmm. the Catholic Church did give me a foundation. Yeah. Um, Same. And showed me, <clears throat> showed me, yes, in, <clears throat> and this is the, the church that I went to in Colombia, in Bogota, where I'm from, and was called a Catholic church. And they showed me that the Catholic religion is a lot of rules. That you have to do this in order to right right you have if you do this, God is gonna be happy, God is gonna forgive you, God is mm-hmm. gonna do this, and um, okay, I did believe that for a while, but then, in my teen years, something started stirring my heart, and there was this hunger in this thing that said there's gotta be something more, yeah, I mean, if this is God. Um, were doomed because I mean there was I had maybe in my my youth in my inexperience in my maturity my vision of God was very small so I'm not blaming the church that it was because the church that I had this vision maybe it was me within the influence that I had from the church so I'm not blaming the church but with that said uh, I moved here, and I still had that hunger. I was going to a Catholic church in in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, when I moved there, because that's what I knew. But then um, I went to visit a friend of mine, and he uh, he was a, a believer. Um, when I say a believer, I'm I'm calling him a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. A newborn a, a believer, a born again believer, and um. So he's on a, phone on a Tuesday. I'm sorry, Wednesday afternoon. I was visiting him, and he said, "Oh, I'm going to church. You want to come?" And I'm like, "On a Wednesday night? <laughs> what is this? This is weird. Oh, I don't know. Should I go? Should I not go? I'm afraid. I wonder if it's a cult or something, right?" So I I ended up going with him, and I can tell you that I walked in the church. I remember setting my stuff on the chair. And that was that is all I remember. And all I, I woke up, and I was on the floor, and I was bawling, like I was crying my guts out. And I just saw I, I obviously had passed out, but I really don't remember anything. Mm. All I remember is that when I woke up, it was it was like this warm blanket was covering me. Mm and i was seeing everything so differently and i know it may sound cliche to you hearing out there but um trust me when i tell you that when the spirit meets you boom mm. that is and i didn't know it was the spirit because i didn't know I'm like hello yep. yeah i knew i knew the holy spirit but i didn't know it actually came upon you in that force in right. that strength so um I didn't know what had happened to me. I uh, talked to my friend and he 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 was smiling. He was happy. He was saying, yeah, well, that was the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The Holy Ghost, right? Because that's how we call it in, mm. in Catholic Church and he was like well it is not a ghost it is uh it is a strength it is the presence of god upon you in you and through you and you're never going to get away from it and i didn't want to get away from it cuz i just felt immensely full and at peace and not happy in a in a joyful mm. very very full of joy very full i just felt very full so from then on I went on a quest because I, uh, I didn't know where to go for church. I didn't know, so I ended up going back to the Catholic Church. But I felt again even more uncomfortable mm-hmm. now, and that's when I met my husband, and he was a believer. So when I started going to church with him, um, it was uh, it was. Um, uh, Uh, what do you call that? Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Non-denominational church, thank (laughs) you. So it was good. It was very gospel-centered. It was very focused on the Word, and I was just hungry. I didn't realize how hungry I was for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you said that when you met uh, Ron and I, my husband and I, you felt this um faith, this spirituality that you have you when you were introducing me, you said that you we had grown closer very quickly because um we have met each other in the midst of the valley. Mm. And I have walked some valleys with you. And the, the funny thing is that um I think what you call spirituality um, is the presence, right? You yeah. mentioned the presence of of God. And the interesting thing is that I am only, and I am I'm not, I haven't reached anything by any point, any level, level of perfection or anything like that. But the only way that the Lord is... Um, tangible and so alive in me and through me is because i have walked myself some deep and dark valleys but at the end i have realized that the deeper and dark darker the valley was there was only one it, when i came to the end of myself there was only one spot for me to look and that was up mm. And he was there waiting with arms wide open and he was just calling my name, saying, Johanna, come. Mm. I've been waiting so long for you. Like I didn't, I, like I had received the spirit years before, but I I didn't come to know his presence until like about maybe I'm going to say 10 years ago because I didn't realize. I thought like you, I mm. thought it was do things and then you get this. Mm-hmm. Do that, and then you get this. And, and I had brought that with me from the Catholic Church and because no, when I received the Spirit, there was no one to guide me. So I sort of went back to my old ways, even though I was going to a, a newer church. It was, my heart hadn't changed, right? My, I was still in that place where you had to perform, to receive a result and instead of just surrender and in welcoming and seek him and say, Father, I need you. And, and he, he reveals himself in, in ways that we don't even know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there is a there is a Psalm 23 that says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You are walking every step of that valley with me. And when I realized that, it was, um, and that was not, that has not only, that has not been the only valley that I have walked, but every valley gets a lot easier to walk because I know now that I'm not alone.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you're enjoying today's show, please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show.
1: What would you say to someone if they were sitting across from you and said, okay, that's a great story and I believe you, but I don't, I don't feel, I don't believe that can happen for me. I don't, I don't know that I could ever feel that like I don't you know someone that just says no because we are such a tangible world like things we can see and touch you know that's so much easier to accept when somebody comes and stands before you and says I love you and gives you a hug well that's something you 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 feel it physically Mm because that person is there so what do you say to people that question well how how when it's there's nothing there to them nothing there um and I, I had asked a question at one of the, the last roar. I don't know if I asked it to the group or if I was speaking with one of the members because she had talked about hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people had talked about, you know, praying in their prayers and then hearing God's voice. And I used to think this myself because I would do that and I'd be like waiting, like waiting and listening for something. You know, even if a book fell off, it's just waiting to hear something. So how do you sit with someone and be there with them in a moment and reassuring them that God is there and He is hearing and He's answering when they're waiting to hear something that they can't hear or think they're not hearing.
2: Oh, okay, so, so that is a powerful <laughs> question. <laughs> okay, so I mean, there are many things in that question. And one is... Um, Yeah, God reveals himself in many ways, in many, many, many ways. And he speaks to us. I mean, he is when you say that we are so used to a tangible world. I mean, when you go out there and you see the sky and you see a freaking tree in your front yard. That is God. I mean, that tree started from a seed, and that seed started started to be um uh, planted in a soil that was full of the things that that seed needed, and um I mean, creation sings and proclaims the name of God, uh, in 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 screams like it really screams it out, and if we want to. He- Okay, so because we are so used to this world, we may not be able, we may, we may not have our eyes open and our, our hearts open and our ears open to what God is saying. Mm-hmm. So um, when, you, when you're praying and you're really desperate and you're really frustrated and you need to hear Him, trust me, He's hearing you. He may or may not decide to answer right then and there. But he is doing something in your life whether you know whether you hear him or not. Mm-hmm. Um I know it's um it's not easy to believe that because we don't get to see him. We don't get to see him like a little ant working. Mm-hmm. But when we pray for, um, like I'm married into five children and four of them, although they were brought up in the faith, four of them are walking away. They're prodigals right now. And they, we pray. we pray, my husband and I pray for them every day. We don't see the changes that are going on in their hearts. We don't see the the changer, changes in their mind in their lives. We don't see them um, receiving. We don't see them desiring the presence of the Lord. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that God is not doing something. And we have that belief. I mean, you have to have a belief that God is not there. Are you at your beck and call? And when you have forgotten all your life about him, all of a sudden you have a problem with a business partner, and you go to him and you pray to him. Uh, I need resolution for this. Well, I mean, he is not an ATM machine that you click on a code and you expect expect for an answer right. to come out. That is not God. God for God, you have to come from the heart, and that's where a prayer comes. To be um, a very powerful tool slash discipline. I'm I'm not gonna call, in, call it a tool, but I mean it is, um, because if we are willing to surrender, I come I ca- I came up with this uh, thing last week when I, when we render our petitions, when we render our requests, right? Mm-hmm. Surrender the result. So we ask him and we say, okay, I need, well, I'm going to set that example that I just uh, spoke about. I said, I need, I need help with this uh, business partner. I, I need help with this, with my husband, with my wife. I need help with my children. This is, this is not a moment for you to give instructions to God, the God of the universe of what to do. I need you to do this, 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 and this, because that's what I think right it's is is the best result that i can expect no 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 i mean you really are talking to the creator of galaxies the immense of the universe the creator of ants mm-hmm. i mean it goes from so big and so little and then in, right in between is the human being and we are the delight of his soul He delights for us. He hungers to be with us. He he hungers for us to long to be with Him. He wants us to be with Him. So, when you come to God with your prayer, you have to just be willing to surrender whatever it is that He wants to do with that prayer. Many times, an answer may be an answer. Mm -hmm. Many times, a a non-answer may be an answer mm-hmm. because if he says, Father, I want to pray for my this guy that I really like, really like, and I want us to get together. Well, maybe that is not what he has for you in store. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has even a better guy ahead the road. Mm-hmm. And we don't know because mm-hmm. he, he knows, he sees the future. We cannot see it. We're so focused on what we want but He knows that what He wants for us is much, much better. It's just that we are so centered, self-centered, mm-hmm. so centered in what we want, in who we are, in our strengths, and that we are not willing to let go to a God that we cannot see, that 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 petition. So render your request and surrender. So, render your request mm-hmm. and surrender the result it's um at the end every time when, when a prayer is said say yet not my will mm. but yours i mean jesus said that in the mm-hmm. garden of the Sem- this is jesus the son of god he was fully human and he was full full deity mm-hmm. and he was willing to 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 when he was praying for God to free him from that cup that was the, the crucifixion. He said, not my will, but yours. And I'm willing to obey because I love you.
0: Looking to win some free Critical Bench swag? Here's how. Subscribe to the Strong by Design podcast on iTunes and then visit us on Instagram at the Critical Bench to let us know you're a subscriber. Be sure to DM us to get your free gifts.
1: It's easier for people to either get it or accept it when they they feel mm. feel it. And, and I know you you'd mentioned that um, you recall very clearly when you experienced the true power of prayer. Mm. Um, and I don't know, or is that something you're willing to talk about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because sure. um, you you know. Um, not not taking over your story, but you in in a couple messages to me that you were just kind of at like an end. You just were in
2: a, in a pit, and mm-hmm. you, that that was. Yeah, a very dark place. At that moment, where I, I shared earlier that I was in a very dark and deep valley, I was ready to kill myself. Like I was thinking, I had suicidal thoughts because I thought everybody else would be a lot happier without without me around. And um, I, I, I really, I don't know why he rescued me. I really don't. I don't know. I, I. I mean, I had prayed, um, I prayed, I prayed every day. I cried every day and I, and I wouldn't see anything. I wouldn't see any changes. So yeah. this is an, a perfect example. I wouldn't see, I wouldn't feel anything. I wouldn't um, experience that there were any changes in my environment, in my life, in my situation. And so I said, okay, th- this is it. This is it. And for some reason, I... Um, I don't know. He revealed like, no, this is, this is not what I want for you. Hmm. And, um, I've got you, Hmm. I've got you. So with that said, the situation kept being the same. And this is, I'm I'm just going to share. This is when I, um, actually with my husband to be, I said, um, we moved in together, and this is just, uh, anyway, so convicting. But anyway, we moved in together, and we we, we lived out of wedlock together for 14 years until my husband decided to propose, and he didn't want to propose because he had divorced. Um, he came from a broken marriage, and he was very bitter about the whole marriage um, institution. So he said, "I don't want to marry again," and blah, blah blah. So I said, "Okay, whatever." Well, I mean, that was fine. And then the first year, the second year, I thought he was gonna change his mind, but it was 14 years until he changed <laughs> his mind. And I was like, "Okay," but well, finally, by the grace of God, he did. Anyway, so when I moved in in his house, he was he had full custody of his five children, and these they were in the range of I'm gonna say 15 the oldest through four the youngest and there were three girls for boy, two boys and it was it was hard i mean i went from 0 to 5 overnight yeah uh, I hadn't I didn't have a clue what I was getting myself into I never changed a diaper in my entire life <laughs> not, let alone just deal with with a toddler or with uh, teenage issues nothing whatsoever only my own so really it was such a drastic um, change of what I thought my life was gonna be in because the dynamics were not hmm, I, I, I have said this to my husband. I have said, you know, why there was so much conflict? Because we rushed it. We didn't ask God if they, this is what he wanted for us. And we just rushed into the whole situation without asking him. So the kids didn't like me. I therefore didn't like the kids because they're just there. It was just so much conflict. And my poor husband in the middle, like anyways, so it was a lot of bad yucky things. So, and that, so that was the situation. And, um, you would think, oh, well, but really, that was it? Well, yeah, it was. Because it was a decade and a half of insults and um, being called names and being rejected. All I had in my heart was love for these children at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and that love was like, boom, rejected. And I, I was I was left like, uh, but, but I just loved you. Why are you rejecting the love that I have for you? Because they weren't ready. Yeah. They didn't know they had been abandoned by their mom and uh, so I didn't know I didn't know what these guys were going through and um, so they were just reacting to not me they were reacting to the whole situation they had been left uh, out by their mom and now here comes this stranger to steal the only love that we have left which is daddy's Dad, love yeah. so yeah, now I know because now I see it and uh, mm-hmm. but before I didn't and So that was that was the situation, and yeah, it came up the point where I said everybody's gonna be happier without me if I'm just out of here. And when I say out of here, I didn't mean I moved to um, I would move out. No, I just thought of uh, um, ending my life. So um, uh, when 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 I felt Lord, the Lord telling me, "I've got you. You don't you don't have to do this. Just baby steps." So yeah. walk one step ahead and I'll cover you. And mm-hmm. then look at me and th- keep looking at me and then walk one more step ahead and then one step ahead and then one step ahead. I have got you every step of the way. Um, and um, so step by step, step by step, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, this is two, to 10... Hmm. About seven, eight years after, still there's conflict with the girls. Yeah. Still. Yeah. And it's sad because I want to be their friend. I would want us to go be able to go out and shopping, go for a cup of coffee and just talk. It is not um uh it doesn't it's not yet. It's not there yet. yet. It's not there yet. But it will, hopefully. Mm. At some point. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I prayed, I heard the, I, I I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. I just felt that um, strength in me is telling me, oh, I've got you. You're okay. You don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to take your life. But that didn't mean that my situation changed immediately. Right. So I just had, I just knew that I had this bigger than anything strength supporting me. Mm-hmm. And I was not alone. So. Is that what you would call faith? You had faith? I think so. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I guess. Faith. Yeah. And that's,
1: that's a tough one. That can be a yeah. real tough one. Like when someone says have faith. It's e- <laughs> yeah. 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 easier said than done. Absolutely. It really is because you're trusting in. You're trusting in the love and the protection, the strength, the acceptance the mercy mm. of someone you cannot see or that you can't actually embrace you in a hug, but is all around you in love. And that can be tough. Um if you're not, if you you know, and I think I think maybe the, the world has a way it can really make us hard. Yes. And that but it, we do, I don't I don't believe that anybody um chooses to be hard to be bitter and to be mean and to be joyless. I think that life throws all kinds of lessons and we do what we, what we need to to protect ourselves because feeling emotion, feeling pain isn't fun. Mm-hmm. Feeling anger isn't fun. Feeling frustration, none of that is fun. And we do have to go through the valleys. Yes. You know, we do because it teaches us so much about ourselves. But I think a lot of times in those valleys, we put on some really good protective gear to protect ourselves from the cold and the dark and the sharp edges that chip can chip away at us um, so to have faith is a tremendous tremendous um, thing to take on yeah. and to actually open yourself up to it kind of it's like a free a free fall
2: into God yeah you know trusting yeah. that he's going to catch you there is a, a verse in the Bible on Hebrews 11 the, the so famous uh, hall of faith It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Mm. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Yeah. So it it really is. It's, yeah, you're, um, I mean, you said it very clearly. That's faith. Faith. it's It's like a trust that comes from the deepest parts of our heart, the desire to trust on something so much bigger than ourselves because Mm -hmm. obviously if we just don't trust in ourselves we just I mean personally I mess everything up (laughs) I I, I was in a very poor situation because I had taken control and obviously I wasn't doing a very good Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. so there was that thing when he said I've got you so I said okay um, I'm gonna trust you because I'm definitely making a mess of it all and uh, you are like the last hope I have.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you find our show helpful in any way, please let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Your review will help us reach more listeners and continue to change lives. Let's get back to the show.
1: So would you, I don't know, would you say or do you think or do you agree or disagree with that maybe, maybe the power of prayer is only as powerful as our willingness to have faith? Okay. Um, what do you, what is prayer? A conversation, well, uh, to me, a prayer is a conversation. It's a conversation where, you know, yes, God knows what's in my heart. And, and a lot of times, I, it's funny because I'm a writer. I'm One of the things I'm really good at is words. I'm really good at words. And yet when I go to pray, it's like I can't say it clearly. It's like I, so I'll, oftentimes I'll just say, you know what's in my heart. You know my thoughts. Help me. Guide me. You know, surround me with, you know, your love. Like, I, I, I just need you to step in and take over because I can't even speak what I'm feeling and what I need, but I know that you know. That's what prayer is to me. Yeah. And just trusting, having faith. But I think I think if I didn't have faith, I could say those things, but they, it would be powerless. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would connect with Him. So, I, you know, when we talk about the power of prayer... I don't know how powerful, I mean, yes, I believe that prayer is incredibly powerful, but I also believe you have to be willing to give something of yourself and that's a willingness to let go and have that faith. And that's where the power is. Because like you say, if you step in and you're having a, you know, you're having that conversation with God, but you're basically, you're kind of in control because I need this and this and this. Then where is your faith? Mm-hmm. Because if you had faith, you wouldn't have to direct the conversation to what
2: you know the check boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so true. And before we started this recording, you said, uh, "So I'm uh, me personally, Johanna. I am not one that likes to be in the spotlight." Right. Mm-hmm, My, right. I am. I'm. I'm married. You guys have to understand this. I am married, married to a professional speaker. This man (laughs) just comes into a room and he lights up when when he's present. His presence is there. He sees a thousand people and he just energizes like from the audience. He loves a big audience and he just grabs their energy. And that is what energizes him. And he loves to be on stage. Me, put me backstage, put me behind the curtains, because mm-hmm. I would, I am not, I am a one-on-one person, and I energize when I am sharing one-on-one. So before this podcast, you said I show, I, I told you I shared with you. I'm excited, but I'm nervous because mm-hmm. I, I, don't like to be this in the in the attention spotlight. And you, you said we're just having a conversation with friends. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like we're sitting together and we're friends. We have a relationship. Mm-hmm. We're having a conversation and that's exactly what it is with God. Yeah. So the same way when we met, you and I met two years ago Mm -hmm. and you shared such deep things and I remember you were trying to find the words (laughs) in the middle of the tears Yeah. because it was hard. The hurt was real and was hard and was deep and it's just the same with God. The same way you found the the words in the middle of the tears with me, yeah, he wants to hear it from you. He knows, he absolutely yeah. knows what is in your heart, but he wants I'm mean, I'm just I'm just setting this example. When uh, is reads uh, your son's birthday yeah, today? Today, right? yeah. Okay. 18. So that's exciting. What exciting time for him. <laughs> so when you like you know he's going to school and you know like overall, what his routine is, right? Mm-hmm. So when you don't talk to him, you, you're you thinking about him and said, okay, Reed's got to be at school or he's got to be eating or he's got to be studying, <laughs> right? Yeah. But when you get to talk to him and he tells you, Mom, I had class today and the teacher taught me this and this and this and my homework and this is this. And for lunch I had. You feel more connected to him because Mm -hmm. he's sharing his heart with you. Even if it's just about the daily routine of uh, of what he had. Right. You're feeling connected with him. And it's Mm -hmm. exactly with him. Mm -hmm. Like you knew what Reed's routine is, is. But when he shared with you. Yeah. You felt a connection. Right. guy's bonded. And it's the same thing with God Mm, when you talk to him. That's a really good way to put it. I never never thought of it that way, but yeah. Yeah. He knows. He He knows. knows. He knows. Absolutely knows. He created you from top to bottom. He knows the hairs that are on your head. He knows every (laughs) pore that is on your skin. Every drop of blood in your body breathes life because of him. So, he knows you. He knows what you think. He knows what you, you desire. He knows what you feel. He, your tears. He owns your tears. Mm-hmm. But He wants you to go to Him and tell Him absolutely everything. When 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 there are tears of joy and when there are tears of not so joy. Yeah. Right? So, when we pray we pray and i'm not talking only in the matter of uh, christianity praying to god when a muslim person prays to allah or a jewish person prays to god um i mean in different religions when we pray to that higher being we recognize that that higher being is bigger and more powerful than us mm. So that's what is prayer is recognizing who he is and in my my in my um oh dear lord <laughs> anyways in in uh, for me mm-hmm. who Jesus is in prayer i recognize who Jesus is and who i am not i am not the god of the universe i am not the god of this body either i am not I recognize who he is and who I am not. There is a song that says God is God is God, and I am not. Mm. And uh, this is so true. Um, so that is prayer is recognizing and giving him control and giving him power and giving him, a, I surrender to you, Father, to you, to you. This is what I want. I want my children to come back to you. And I want them now at this moment, uh, supernaturally change their hearts in Pennsylvania, where they're at. <clears throat> I want them now to come to you, but they need to go through this for a reason, not my will but yours, so whenever your timing is, just bring them to you um okay, and why is it important because it draws us closer to him, yeah, why well, I just I just share. With you, conversations and, really. yeah, and so connections it, yeah. yeah like like us mm-hmm. or or when when you meet a a friend when you meet a new person right and you want to establish a relationship with this person because something clicked you like this person you trust this person so okay so you meet this person and a month later you see it again but you haven't spoken at all throughout that month uh you you cannot call yourselves friends because you guys have not shared anything yeah. throughout that month yeah but the more you talk the more you shared the, the more you grow, draw closer the more you entrust each other with things in, in your hearts in your life the more you converse the draw the closer you draw to each other and that's that's just it is that's just all it mm-hmm. is
1: a connection yeah a relationship. a relationship a relationship a relationship um and i like that cuz i think if i think if um people can understand that and sort of embrace that mindset of it being a relationship the ability to become closer yeah. just it's a default it happens That's right so it happens okay. it happens and you look at um it, and it just Speaking to my own question about, well, what about when you can't hear that? Like, you know, a conversation, we think a conversation is two-sided. You speak, the other person speaks. It's back and forth. When you're having a conversation with God, it doesn't always go like that. But how many of you listening out there have ever maybe sat bedside with someone who was dying Mm. or very sick and you just talked with them, but they never responded? but you just had a conversation because they were there. And even though maybe medically someone told you they aren't there, mm-hmm. something inside you believed mm-hmm. different. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a relationship with God. And if you can't, like any relationship, if you're not willing to invest, you probably aren't going to experience the benefit and, and uh, the good that that can bring into your life.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you're enjoying today's show, please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show.
2: This world is very noisy. Oh, there is a like lot of noise. It's like living inside a beehive sometimes. Yes, there is a lot of noise. My gosh something in front of our eyes constantly in in our devices on tv magazines the news i mean other people when we're driving the radio i mean it just it's really ridiculous many times and um have it's 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 really no wonder why we can't hear his voice his voice is not gonna show up on on your on your on the Um, screen of your phone. Yeah. If, if you haven't programmed it, but yeah, it's not, it's not gonna magically. It's not a, it's not, God is not a genie. It isn't a magic. He's not a magician. He's not gonna force himself on in your life through your eyes if you don't welcome him. He's, he's not a God that forces himself on anybody. He wants you to come to him first. And, um, So, yes, uh, as we live in a noisy world, we have to intentionally find moments of quietness Mm. where we really quietness. And it's difficult. It's very difficult in this world where we are like completely away from everything. You don't get any notifications on your phone. You have your computer shut down and you just sit and look I mean, I know we live very busy lives. So um, I may be talking a utopian sort of thing. But really, if you give yourself five minutes, Mm -hmm. maybe at the beginning of the day, just look at the space, look at the sky, look at a tree, look at something, just ask, I want to hear your voice. Mm. I want to hear your voice. Um, Even if that is the prayer, of your of the morning, don't don't pray, okay, Father. I have this meeting. Please, I need to help you. And, and and the kids, and they have this 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 exam. And oh my Lord, please, so just stop, stop, stop. He knows what your needs are, and yes, he wants to hear them from you. But first of all, he wants. Well, with God is always a matter of the heart, and yeah. all he wants is your heart. Mm. That is all he wants. Mm-hmm. So if, if He really wants, if He really knows that you want His presence, that you want to be able to hear His voice, that you want to be able to um, know that He's with you at all times and in all circumstances, ask Him. Yeah. Ask him. I mean, really, if you cannot, you you have this uh, example of the people that come to you. No, oh, well, uh, how how do I know that God is there if if he I've never heard him when I pray I don't hear anything. Well, have you asked him? I want to hear you. Yeah. And have you allowed yourself to be in quiet in, a, in quietness so you actually can hear him, not distracted from anything. Yeah. And distraction is is is. I mean, it really is a tool from the enemy mm. um it really is um, as good as technology is as good as the development in our society as good as uh tv and advertising and all these things they're good but the enemy has uh twisted its purpose and has made them a distraction. And distraction and hurry in the rushed lives that we live are um, are what is keeping us from having a closer, more intimate mm. relationship yeah. with God. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, it's like, a, yeah, like anything. Um, distraction can completely take you away from your soul's purpose. Yeah. You know. Um, Now, I want to address the fact that, or like talk, like have you respond to this? This isn't just. This isn't just. I mean, when you call yourself a believer and you talk about, I was sitting here talking about the power of prayer and God's presence in your life and that relationship that you have. It's not just. Johanna and her personal life I mean you you and Ron have your careers your business I mean that he's mm-hmm. he's a part of everything he's a part of your life mm-hmm. in its entirety to the you know right up to the point where you together have a business that is it's a christian it's christian Mm-hmm. Based focused, I, mm-hmm. but but for you know successful business people or people to grow and become successful in their business. Now talk about that because some people, you know, when I've talked about roar, they're instantly intrigued, but they're like, well, how does that like? Does it happen in a church? Yeah. Is it just do you just sit around and pray all day? Like, so th- I'm like, no, 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 no. So explain mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. what roar is um, because it's an absolutely it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful group and you got, you do it together. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I get it. Ron's the, you know, he walks into a room and boom, he's, you know, Uh, he's there,
2: but it wouldn't happen without you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's um, it's funny. It took me a while to, to understand and receive that last part that you said because I've always compared myself to my husband. He being so outgoing and so great at everything that he does and because he's a public speaker and I have an accent, I'm like, dang it, I wish I would speak like that. I wish I wouldn't have this accent. And I'm like, oh, our words. The words that I, we speak to ourselves are the worst. Yes, um, they really are. Anyway, so Roar. Yes, Roar is such a blessing. And for all of you hearing out there, it's like, what did she just say? So it's roar, like the roaring of a lion. R-O-A-R. It is a community of um, business owners and their teams that are believers that declare that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. We gather them to just to share i mean this is not a church mm-hmm. it's funny it's not a it's not <laughs> yeah. okay i should say this it's not in a bu- in a church building right but we do sing we worship mm-hmm. we pray we um, do business consulting we talk about our families we talk about, about our our bodies the health of our bodies we talk about Everything, because God is God of everything, and um, as as we finish um, the quarantine period of, of uh, coronavirus, all the all the churches had to close, right? Right, yes. because that was the yeah the mandate. So the the general message of of churches all around the country and, and around the world was, you don't need a church building to have church, right? Because the spirit of the Lord lives inside every single one of you. So every single one of you is a church. So go out and uh, share the message of hope and message of joy. And in these um, hard times, people need, to need light. They need mm. hope. So go and be light. Go and be hope to your neighbor, to your family, to your friends. Be the, the church for them. So... We all together, we gather and we are church and it's not a church building, but, um, we just, we just glorify God and something that it, it's just, I know some with my husband, my husband and I are together 24 seven because we work from home, uh, the two of us and we are, we do everything together. And so, yeah, I recognize that that is not for everybody, but, On the other hand, I have got to say that it's a joyful thing. It's not not perfect. Mm -hmm. Far from perfect. We do have fights and arguments and we bicker. It's like, (laughs) oh, Lord Jesus, thank you. But but we have come to realize that our marriage is not just Ron and Johanna. It's a marriage of three where God is the center. Mm. So when we... As a married couple, we realize that it's not just about two people, but there is a third that has to be the center. It has to be the foundation. It has to be around on top and below, back and be- behind and up front and left and right. There is this core that is God and it's Jesus. <clears throat> when you realize that, um, you stop performing for your husband or wife you stop trying to um, find your fulfillment in their acceptance meaning I am I'm not gonna be and I know because this used to be me I'm only gonna be happy if Ron thinks I am pretty or Ron is okay with me or we're happy we're not fighting no 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 I mean, we may be fighting and arguing, and yet I am, um, I rejoice because I know, I know God, the, I, of course, the fight is not from Him. The fight is from our own self centeredness, but I know that He is still at the center. Even if we're fighting, God is still at the center. So I focus my attention on Him, not on Ron, not on me, mm-hmm. because then everything goes yeah. for a sec. <laughs> and also, Ron and I, um, Have discovered that our lives are not our own but our lives are to bring glory to him Mm -hmm. so we are but instruments in his doing and uh, a roar was a vision that he my husband received in his heart to gather people and to gather to, um, my husband is a business consultant as well. So to give them to teach them in business, to um, equip them in uh, their spiritual walk and their financial, their um sorry their um health walk and their sp- and their um, relational walk. So again, we are not we don't come from a place of perfection because our marriage is not perfect. Our business is not fully successful 365 days a year. We are not the epitome of health. And so we come from a place of imperfection. We are sinners like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But because God has, uh, because God is God, even in the midst of our sinfulness, we have realized that, okay, yeah, I'm imperfect, but God. I, it's funny because I call God the God of the big butts because <laughs> there is this valley. Yeah, we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but God shows up. Even if my marriage is uh, crumbling, but God shows God always shows up and he just reveals himself a lot bigger than anything else.
0: Looking to win some free Critical Bench swag? Here's how. Subscribe to the Strong by Design podcast on iTunes and then visit us on Instagram at The Critical Bench to let us know you're a subscriber. Be sure to DM us to get your free gifts.
2: Now, Roar, going back to Roar, sorry, I went back on a tangent. Uh, why is it called Roar? So, because. <laughs> Uh, my husband, this is just so funny. My husband was listening, was watching the Discovery Channel once, and he was watching the big cat show, and they were showing lions and lionesses. And something that the narrator of the TV show said is that when a lion roars, it's when they are telling the Anybody who comes into their territory, I am here and you're not welcome. So we roar to tell the enemy this is our land. This is our territory and you, Satan, have no place here. You have no power here. You are nothing here because the God is the God of this place. Mm-hmm. The God is the God of this heart and this mind. And we together, when we gather at war, uh, when uh, two or more are gathered, our prayers are incense that lift up in the lights, um, the God of the universe. So it's Powerful when the saints gather, when the believers gather together and pray and worship and rejoice in God. It's um, in talk about business, it's all for His glory. We have um, shared several times at Roar lately that what is our purpose to make disciples. At a girl, (laughs) she pays attention. So yes, it is. It is when we gather in. First, we used to gather at the Ramada. Remember? Yes. In Tampa. And now we, we gather at the Portico in um, Tampa downtown. And there is always something going on because people, we always pray for the place. We always pray for the environment, for the atmosphere of the building That not it's not only about us. This, again, life is not about us. And when we gather about Roar, this is not about Ron and I. This is not even about those of us who gather for Roar. This is about for the unbelievers who are walking by the building. Right. And in they may feel the presence. They may feel something supernatural that what that's going on. And that they that that um, something that they're feeling might steer a desire in her heart in their hearts to to look up and see something, someone bigger than themselves and and want to pursue that, that in our case being God. So, um, that is what Roar is. Mm.
1: And for anyone the, anybody listening that would like to contact to find out more about it, where can they go or how can they find you and Ron online? Or what, what show, tell us. Thank tell you. us where to go and find. Because there's probably, you know, if you're listening and you think this is something that sounds like it really resonates with mm-hmm. you and is a good fit, um, you can reach out. And, and Ron will get back. So
2: where can they find you? Absolutely. Thank you for that. I always forget that blog. <laughs> um, so yeah, we gather four times a year, two days, um, uh, two full days, and um, you can reach us. My husband or myself email. My husband is uh, Doctor D R R O N. Doctor Ron Eccles E C C L E S. Echo Charlie Charlie Lima Echo Sierra at gmail.com. Now, uh, he is um, upgrading all his website and his 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 um his contact info. That is his main email okay. and he will he okay. will receive emails on that. My email is Johanna Eccles, one word, J O H A double N A echo charlie charlie lima echo sierra at gmail.com yes absolutely please if um if you are interested if you have questions contact ron or myself uh, via email and we will be more than willing to set up a, um, a zoom call or a facetime call or either mm. a, a together at a one-on-one meeting and just talk because we we love we love to do that we love to talk and see if you're if we are a fit for you and please absolutely we welcome you as a guest uh for the first um gathering always 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 the the first gathering is on us and um you're more than welcome please yes do so yeah and it's it
1: is a great community with some really amazing people And um, I was lucky enough to be invited to join. And what I love about it is the authenticity of everybody in the group because um, nobody shows up there saying, you know, I showed up perfect. Everybody has in that group (laughs) has a story. um, And there's this openness and vulnerability about sharing that, the humanity among the members. um, It's just, you can feel so... um, Good, comforted, welcomed, and just learning. I mean, like the connections mm-hmm. are amazing because everybody's very real. Everybody shows up real and mm-hmm. authentic, yes. happily flawed, <laughs> yeah. and always willing to share and learn. So it's just, I mean, if uh, if you're involved in business, if um, you know your connection and relationship with God matters and is important, and you want to know how to keep that Mm. while running your business and being successful and in your marriage and with your family and your health and all of those things. This is a group that, this is a community that speaks to all of that and it's a place to come and learn and share. So definitely um, those emails again. So that's Dr. Ron Eccles at gmail.com and Johanna Eccles at Mm gmail.com and they will get
2: back to you. They will Get back to you. And something, something that I wanted Mm. to add. I'm sorry, I forgot. They, it started because as, as I shared, my husband and I are very different in personalities and in and, and in gifts. Uh, so he shines when he is doing his gifts and I am shine. I shine when I am centered on my gifts. So we are very different personalities. He's very type A focused, mm-hmm. goal oriented. He's the typical business owner. Yes, Typical business owner. Yeah. Me I am a be personality. I just flow by the whatever, okay? Down. Like he is a big um, big picture, I am the little ant that walks, that d- performs the little steps that need to get to the bigger picture so we had a lot of in- conflict because we, we he wanted me to understand where he was coming from and I wanted him to understand where I was coming from, from. so we had conflict in our, in our relationship at the beginning not knowing that we were different mm. but we could find um, a center in God mm-hmm. so we realized that if we were going through those issues many other couples were probably Mm -hmm. going through the same so at Roar the business the business owner gets to come with their spouse right yeah and it's good because we get to value who the other person is we get to realize we're not meant to be the same and we are just get to honor the other person Um, and um, Mm and And, and know that there is value in our differences so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that yeah it is it's
1: couples it's couples there. It's, yeah. it's wonderful i mean sometimes a spouse can't make it i mean yeah. there's kids there's yeah. work conflicts and stuff but uh no one's excluded mm, no, everybody's no one. valued everybody's no. valued yes johanna i am so glad you came in today that you were i know when i first asked you there was a little i know you were a little nervous about it because you 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 do like to be the person behind the curtain you know um but you have so you add so much value to roar and you've added so much value to my life that um i wanted your voice to be heard on our podcast so thank you so much for sharing if um Again, if you, we, you have those emails, so Dr. Ron eccles at gmail.com and johanna eccles at, e, uh, at gmail.com, if you're interested in finding out more about Roar. Um, if you haven't done so already, please um, give us a review, uh, give us a five star rating, and share this podcast with somebody that you love that you know can get value from it. It's a, it's a wonderful story, and I think all of us need to sit in that quiet and just embrace the power of prayer yes. probably more often, especially amongst what can feel especially right now, like some very uncertain
2: times. Absolutely. And yeah. one thing I wanted to add very quickly is that, uh, um, you, uh, when you pray, I mean, you don't have to really be alone in a room and go on your knees and, and just say, uh, uh, uh plethora of words that don't mean anything you can be in a conference meeting and talk to yourself talk to the spirit in you and that could be a prayer just asking for maybe you're not understanding what in what the conference uh uh, speaker is saying so ask for wisdom when you're driving turn your car in in a in a in a prayer room turn the radio off and just pray just pray Pray for the road ahead. Pray for the person that is driving next to you. Pray for the place where you're going to. Pray for your home. When you're folding laundry, pray for your children. Pray for your husband. Pray for um, for their relationship with God. When you are, I don't know, everywhere. I mean, the, the Bible does tell us to pray at all times and in all circumstances. So really, there are many Places and and opportunities to 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 pray when you're waiting for your coffee, pray for the cashier, pray for the person ahead, pray for the person on uh, the people behind the counter, It just just draw closer to him because he just longs for you, longs longs longs. That's all he wants. He wants to 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 draw close mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. really. And there you go. The power of prayer. The power of prayer. (laughs)
1: Thank you so much, Joanna, for being here. (laughs) Thank you, sweetheart.
2: It's a pleasure, guys.
1: Yes. Take care, everybody. And um, we'll be talking soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.